Hey friends, Dave here. On behalf of Matt and Abby, I just wanted to say thanks for listening as always. This is one of those situations where we ended up with a bonus episode because we had so much great content in our last episode after we left the mic still running, and I couldn't uh, bear the thought of cutting it all out and leaving it behind. So if you haven't listened to our last episode, it was an interview with our friend and colleague, Gil Dornboss, who teaches in the theology department here at Dort, and we were thinking together about teaching the Bible. And this bonus episode is a few more thoughts from Gail on things that Christian educators should really grapple with if we're going to teach the Bible well. We hope you enjoy it. I'm going to play a little music, and then we'll jump right back in. We usually leave the microphones on for just a minute, because you never know what weird things happen, and sometimes there's a fun little... I don't know what I was thinking of. Thank you so much for joining us. thanks for having me. No, this is great. it was helpful in some way. No, this is going to be good. Like, I always kind of judge for myself, like, as we're recording, I jot the notes, like, how am I going to write the show notes for this one and stuff? It's like, there's so much good stuff here. The faith formation is like kneeling jello to the wall, and so how do you pin this down? I think... It, it's so hard yeah. to live in a land that feels yeah. nebulous. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we, we want f- yeah. like certainty and firm yeah. answers. Yeah. Um, and Bobink will actually talk about certainty is a Bobink. There's no recording, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bobink will talk about certainty as a gift that faith gives, <laughs> but it's not certainty over every right answer. It's yeah. certainty oh, yeah. over who Christ is mm. and what I need that I am living and dying in yeah. his comfort. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, so, so why do you think that it's hard? I'm curious, and why is it hard for people? And I can do this too. So when I oh, say yeah, that, I'm I thinking have... about this for myself to to hold multiple, I don't know, perspectives or like that. There's that there isn't like I want an answer. Mm. I sometimes want an answer, yeah. and sometimes. And I, I should be clear. I think some answers are better than others, yeah. and more sure. and, totally. and, right, right, right. and are more faithful to scripture yeah. than mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we actually do disservice to students by not showing showing them how we arrived at that okay. sure. position. Oh, yeah. Right? So um, sometimes when we enter into maybe contested topics or even questions, yeah. sometimes instead of leading students through Scripture yeah. and doing the, the work yeah. of why is this faithful to the biblical witness mm-hmm. and to be clear, like there's sometimes there are answers in scripture that I don't particularly like. Hmm. Um, yeah. And and learning how no. to be honest about those, but also what does it look like to to, to die to myself no. in those? Mm. I mean, I don't particularly like being called a sinner in scripture. It's not a fun, yeah. Yeah. fun Nobody reality. Yeah. Nobody wants to be told, yeah. like, yeah. you know, you're not doing the right things in life. Yeah. <laughs> and you've committed yeah. offense against yeah. an almighty God. Yeah. And yet. And yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think we often don't do that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we need to find and figure out the ways that after we've done that work, um, recognize that, you know, we're in a conversation with people around that work. But then also I think one of the fundamental things that we're called to is to find out why that answer is good news. Uh, yeah. um, because yeah. if we truly believe that life lived in the presence of God is fullness and flourishing, yeah. um, we, we must find why that's good news. I mean, and I think sometimes it's like, we'll never know the answer. Like, we will mm. never, f- 
be able to fully figure out who the Nephilim are in Genesis chapter 6. Like, no matter sure. yeah. how, always wondered about. <laughs> how many people do studies on that, yeah. there's some there's some answers. Yeah. But there's never going to be, like, like, here's the, the definitive answer, right. best answer. There's yeah. some, like, clear clear things that are going on in that text but who they are so i think it's like be learning how to weigh the answer yeah. learning how to weigh the questions in terms of importance sure learning how to do the work of getting there as opposed to just saying this is the answer yeah. um mm-hmm. and then also mm. figuring out in light of that you know especially with some of the ethical teachings of scripture mm. why is this good news yeah <laughs> Well, it comes to yeah. that, how, how then shall we live yeah. kind of yeah. question, right? Yeah. Based on what we know and what we've learned about mm-hmm. scripture. Yeah. I was just, my, sorry, my last wonderment, it doesn't have yeah. to be for the, I'm just, as you're talking, right, and using the word formative, and we talk about education is, education is formation, is it just, it seems like lately a lot of, you know, whether it's through Jamie Smith or mm-hmm. others, this idea of formational practices. Yeah. And I'm just wondering suddenly, like, the, the role of those within a Christian classroom or within a Christian school or even on in a mm. Christian faculty. And I don't know what's not what's your take, but like, hey, your own experience with that or like, yeah, do they have a plate? Do they have a place within the within the Christian school? Oh, I think they really do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. maybe more I mean, than what we what we think sometimes even. Well, the way I you're think everything that. that we do is formation. Yeah. Um, and so I think no matter what we're doing, we're, yeah. we're, we're involved in formative practices. Mm. I think that's the reason why sometimes yeah. teaching Bible is so hard, right? Yeah. Like, because to say, here is a test and I'm going to give you a grade. Right. Feels like it's a very formative practice yeah. Yeah, because sure. it says this is content to be mastered. And right. I'm not trying to eliminate, you know, yeah. some, we do a test in our Bible yeah. classes here, but it's right. not the only thing we do. Yeah. Sure. Especially right. because you do need a measure of where students are at in terms yeah. of their knowledge yeah. of the basic storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we need to actually think more intentionally about, mm-hmm. you know, what formation, what formation practices we're already doing. Um, and I think that's one of the challenges that I think a lot about as a theology teacher, because it's very easy for me in my job to treat God as an object Hmm. Right? Like, this is my job. This is the object of study. This is the object of study. And in in many ways, that's true, but it's also not, it's only understood in a particular way. Um, But this is why theology is the queen of the sciences, right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Put that in the podcast. (laughs) There's your opener. Yeah, that's right. Um, I love it. Yeah, but I think like, so in one of my classes, which is a, can be a very heady class, it's the first class that students are introduced into what goes into the work of theology. So it's theological mm. methods. Mm. And I often say it's like looking under the hood of theology and seeing like, how do we make theological statements? How do we talk about God as triune? What is the role of reason and faith and scripture and a tradition yeah. and all that kind of stuff and experience? Um, but one of the things we do together at the beginning of the semester is develop formative practices together that we're going to do through the rest of the semester after reading about, you know, what, what role should our study be? And ultimately it should lead to worship. So we do that together. Um, They help, they do, they, most of it is their brainstorming 
and then we do it together, which is That's really so fun. Cool. It's what, really fun. Can I ask some of the, what are some of the things that they come up with if I, if I can yeah, ask? Yeah. Um, so last year we did um, something called the Jesuit Examine. Um, oh, yeah. Which is sort of this process of thinking through the moments of your day and finding the presence of God in the midst of them. Um, it was at 9 o'clock in the morning, so it was a... <laughs> It was wow. the short one. It feels like a big ask. But beautiful. Like, but beautiful. I really love it. I love um, it. And then that class also decided to journal on the last day of the week. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. to journal what they were learning, what they were processing. Um, this semester, at the we start each class with prayer to remind ourselves that God is present in our midst as we speak of him. Uh, because wow. it can be easy to forget that yeah. in a theology class, which yeah. sounds strange. No, but I can see what you're getting at there. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the object of study here yeah, again, yeah, right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then at the end of Tuesday's classes, um, we'll play a worship song, and students can either journal or just sit in silence. And on the end of Thursday's classes, they pray um, in response to what we've been learning, and then they pray for each other at the end of class. It's wow. beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. That's that's going to do something to them. In I hope sense. so. I hope it does something to all of us. Yeah. I mean, it's really... Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah. This was great. No, this is fun. Yeah. Maybe you'll come back? Maybe I'll come back. <laughs> never say never. This podcast was literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is created and produced by Matt Beavers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Hey, we have a favor to ask of you. Would you be willing to rate this podcast or write a review in your podcast app? Or if you found this conversation interesting or helpful, would you consider sharing it on your social media? Those things really do help podcasters out and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks for listening, friends.